What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm here to guide and help you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music, intros, music outros, especially distribute your podcast to streaming platforms, uploading episodes with limited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get paid some money in your pocket from sponsorships. Excellent. These are the keys you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show, Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York podcast, the unfiltered comedy entertainment show about the stories mixed with entertainment news, music, real life segments, and much more. Now, where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. Alongside with my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, and my primary handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Now, the streaming platforms goes like this. We are on Anchor. Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Reason FM. We are on Podfriend, Podorama, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or you can check out anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
Okay, okay. Good evening, USA, International Canada, Long Island, aka Long, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens. This is your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Gregor, the YouTuber, host with the most, missing the still lonely nomad, and of course, um, creator, unstoppable independent podcaster, and alongside with. Rookie podcaster of Lords in Queens, New York. And you're rocking with the, and you're rocking and hanging out with me on the 218th episode of Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. That's right, 218 of this New York podcast episode right here. And <laughs> we made it so far, which is crazy right here. But um, yes, live and direct from StreamYard and Lost Eye with. Um, my, with YouTube and myself is the Instagram live feed, so make sure you turn on your notifications for more details on when each episode is going to be dropping, and of course, um, when when there's going to be new details based on whether I'm going to be um dropping it on a certain day or whatever. But I may, I I may um uh, let you know on what's going to happen. But anyway. If you are new to the channel in the YouTube universe and you miss any previous episodes whatsoever, please feel free to go ahead and grab that subscribe button for me on the YouTube channel page of G Money Stacks 555, where you see all the New York episodes on there. And on top of that, leave a like and a comment along with the episodes, along with the topics that's being discussed. More video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes, and of course, make sure you listen, stream, share, download these episodes. Yes, share the episodes, share the videos, and of course, um, download these episodes. And perhaps... Tell a friend to another friend, and of course, I will handle handle the rest at the end of the show. All right. Now, if you, now you can make a charitable donation to my cash app to support this show right here and the other podcast shows that I do in my cash app, which is G Money Stacks five fifty five. That's dollar sign capital G lowercase M O N E Y capital S lowercase t-a-c-k-z 555 once again it's not about breaking the bank it's all about doing the best you can on on whatever amount you decide and comfortable donating will that you desire will be appreciated all right now plus what you need to know is you can also make a five-star rating and a review on Podchaser alongside with Podfriend, Apple Podcasts, and of course, Spotify as well. A five-star rating will be appreciated. All right. So um, without further ado, we're going to get into the New York Mass Transit Files. Let's cut to the chase now. Yes, our first topic in transit news, as I could find it, of course. Yes, here we are. Here we are. 
Yes, so the first topic in our transit news has to do with the BQE. The Anna's administration on Tuesday rolled out an initial list of proposals for re-envisioning the Brooklyn-Queens Expressway, all of which would widen the crumbling cantilever section in Brooklyn Heights back to three lanes in each direction. The Department of Transportation unveiled three proposals at a vision visioning workshop for the, the city-owned triple deck section of of the Brooklyn excuse me the BQE which is Brooklyn Queens Expressway yes in downtown Brooklyn Dumble and Brooklyn Heights between Atlantic Avenue and Sand Street <laughs> at the years of did at the years of dittering while the Robert Moses era expressway rots away on the waterfront. Yes, the three main proposals nicknamed the stoop, the terraces, and the lookout would all involve either a partial or total rebuild of the triple cantilever's retaining wall while in some form covering the unsightly highway with green space connecting the Brooklyn Heights promenade to Brooklyn Bridge Park. The administration wants to fast track um, the, the selection process and have a choice by the spring of 2023, just in time for the project to start environmental review while the city can apply for grants made available through the federal infrastructure bill. One final series of outreach workshops with will take place in February as the city refines its plans. Give me a second. Yes. Now is the time to think big. We have a once in a generation opportunity to build a BQE for the 21st century and transform an environmental and aesthetic nightmare into a dream come true for our city. Mayor Eric Adams said in a statement, this is just step one, but these concepts push the boundaries and fully explore what is possible for BQE Central. And we are excited to hear from New Yorkers as we determine which one will become a reality. The plans don't call for the restoration of three lanes of regular automobile traffic. Each proposal would still have two lanes in each direction dedicated to that use, while the third lane would be used either as a shoulder or as a bus or high occupancy vehicle lane. Streets blog, which first reported the news, noted that federal funding comes with stipulations about width. Any redesign would not see, see trucks banned from the world from the roadway, with any officials arguing doing so would simply reroute traffic onto side streets less able to handle less to able to handle them. Yeah. Um, situating the highway, 
entirely underground in a tunnel is unfeasible. DOT says due to cause concerns about airflow and the presence of competing MTA infrastructure. Replacing the beloved Brooklyn Heights promenade with a temporary highway as we once proposed by the de Blasio administration is out of the question at the sustained backlash from Brooklyn Heights residents. Um, the terrorists and stoop would involve a partial replacement of the crumbling 1940s wall. The terraces is most similar to what's there today. While the stoop would involve putting both directions of vehicle traffic on the same level, the lookout meanwhile would see a full replacement of the retaining wall with the two directions of roadway stacked directly on top of one another. With the purview of those three options dot is considering a bevy of method of covering the highway with green space and connecting the prom promenade to brooklyn bridge park aiming to make the space less unsightly the highway cannot be entirely covered due to regulations around ventilation and life support systems all the proposals keep the highway open to the world on its side the highway was considered state-of-the-art when it was first built but after decades of wear wear and tear it's developed no excuse me it devolved into a prime example of crumbling american engineering <laughs> officials previously warned that inaction could lead to the triple canty level becoming a effectively unusable within this decade sheesh hold on a minute here shout outs to um smm.david24 um thank you for viewing this um okay so here it is here we here we go In its waning days, the de Blasio administration cut the vehicle lanes on the triple cantilever from three to two, promising this would extend its useful life by 20 years, but punted fundamental changes to his successor. Should all go according to plan, pro procurement would be underway by 2024 with construction starting in 2027 optimistically the project would be completed by 2032 which is a long ass time the triple canty lever has become much maligned in recent years and many have called for the city to fully tear it down without replacing it from advocates to powerful titans of industry Many of the, those people expressed dismay at the city's vision, arguing it wasn't actually the reimagining of the space officials had promised. This is our chance to truly reimagine how people move through the city to, and to repeal the legacy of Robert Moses, said Kathy Park Price, Brooklyn organizer at Transportation Alternatives. Any plan to redesign the BQE must be done with the explicit goal of reducing car and tra truck traffic. Rewidening the highway will just lead to more traffic, worse air quality, and more noise pollution. Um, returning to the status quo should not be an option. Brooklyn Borough President Antonio Reynoso 
critique the, the plan as too narrowly narrowly focused on the canty lever section which is owned by the city and ignoring the state-owned sections to the north and south what was initially presented as the comprehensive approach to re-envisioning the entire bqe corridor has quickly devolved into a process that fo that is focused solely on the city-owned cantilever portion of the expanse said Reynoso. this approach sidelines the environment justice communities that have been negatively impacted by the bqe for decades the brooklyn heights association a neighborhood civic group took exception to the idea of the plan as visionary we have been advocating for a visionary plan for the bqe corridor that will demonstrate that our city can lead on transforming our infrastructure to meet the future said laura burnback of the brooklyn heights association on twitter folks what we saw last night isn't it yeah okay in other transit news that we need to talk about hang on a second hang on a second another transit news that we need to talk about here is let me see let me see let me see yes roosevelt island roosevelt island yes roosevelt island bridge biking across the roosevelt island bridge just got a whole lot easier and safer thanks to the completion of the DOT pilot program to install a weather-resistant bike lane covering the span that connects Roosevelt Island in Manhattan to Astoria in Queens. I hated riding across the bridge so much that I thought it was time to do something about it, said Paul um, Crickler, a cyclist and co-chair of the Roosevelt Island Community Board 8 Committee. Speaking at a news conference on Friday on the Manhattan side of the bridge, Crickler said that safety was a key reason for the project. Cyclists were getting punctured tires all the time from riding on the metal grating. He said, adding, I'm thrilled that the cheese grater has been covered in the bike lanes. No slipping. Thank you, DOT. The cheese, <laughs> the cheese grater, like, <laughs> oh shit, the cheese grater light material that um Crickler spoke of was the very same metal grating that vehicles drove over the drawbridge, and before the completion of this project, bike riders also had to navigate the metal grating, which could be particularly hazardous, um, in bad weather. Constituents and transportation leaders alike had been asking council member Julie Menon to address the unsafe conditions for bike riders across the bridge. As part of a plot, excuse me, as part of a pilot program, the city's Department of Transportation, working with both council members, Menon and Julie One, um, used new materials to cover the metal grading of the bike lane, thereby improving both safety and reliability rideability the materials never before used in the city were ordered from england at a at at a cost of about one hundred thousand dollars and com comprised of more than 300 panels made of a fiber reinforced polymer complete with flexible um 
deadly needers to separate the bike lane from vehicular traffic. The DLT said that the bike lane's surface had surface had to be durable enough to stand up to weather and construction loading while providing enough grip on the surface adequate for cyclists in inclement weather. The agency installed the panels in October and recently completed testing in a variety of conditions. DLT Manhattan Borough Commissioner Ed Pincar. <laughs> Pink car. Oh man, called the project an engineering challenge to figure out both what type of metal to use and also how to fasten the panels to the bridge. We are grateful both for the creative collaboration with council members, um, Menon and One, as well as the hard work of the DOT Bridges team who got this done. Menon, who had just finished a ride across the bridge's new bike lane with one said the DOT had been very responsive in seeing the project to completion. We're very thankful to the DOT for getting the job done. She said it was a great collaborative effort and enormous win for NYC. She said, adding that her ride over the bridge was fantastic. Um, one noted in quote it was very important for people to have access to green space especially during the slamdemic this project will allow bikers to ride in ease and comfort she said joking you no longer have to worry that you might slip off the bridge and fall into the river lynn shinozaki co-chair of roosevelt island Community Board 8 Committee called the project's two-year completion very quick for NYC standards. Praising council members one and Menon, she said the legislatures, legis excuse me, the legislators knocked it out of the ballpark. It will encourage more people to come bike riding on Roosevelt Island and encourage more people overall to use bikes, she said. Hopefully, NYC will be the first city in the in the country to become a major bike riding city, and this is how it starts. Melody Bryant, a biking advocate, was also pleased to see the project's completion. To have a welcoming way for people to get to Roosevelt Island is phenomenal. I'm so glad DOT did this. NYC bike com commuter um, Dane Terrell. Um, shared his thoughts on the bike lane project on Twitter. Thank you. Th that metal grate was scary. Even for experienced riders, the idea of possibly falling into the car lane was not a pleasant one. I'm glad it's being addressed. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see what we got going on for the agenda. Um, okay. Yes, so, um, okay, um, we got, we got a little bit of sad news that we need to talk about here involving, um, involving Twitch, so that's gonna be, that's gonna be our chatting on the jazz segment right here, so let's get to it, let's get to it right now.
Yes, unfortunately, we got some sad news involving Twitch. Um, yes, yes, we gotta talk about this though. Um, okay, so, so Stephen Twitch boss has died from suicide at age 40. It is with the heaviest of hearts that I have to share. My husband, Stephen, has left us. Boss wife, Allison Holker, boss, age 34, confirms exclusively in a, in, in a statement to people. Um, Stephen lifted up every room he stepped into. He valued family, friends, and community above all else, and leading with love and light was everything to him. He was the backbone of our family, the best husband and father, and an inspiration to his fans. To say he left a legacy would be an understatement, and his positive impact would would continue to be felt. She continued, I am certain there won't be a day that goes by that we won't honor his memory. We asked for privacy during this difficult time for myself and especially for our three children. Um. Closing her statement, Allison shared a message for her husband. Stephen, we love you. We miss you. And I and I will always say the last dance for you, she concluded. Damn, son. Damn. <laughs> Boss rose to fame as a contestant on MTV's The Wade Robson Project. Hold on. Yes, the yes, MTV's the Wade Robson project before becoming a runner up on Star Search. He later competed on So You Think You Could Dance in 2008, ending season four as a runner up and later returning as an all star. He was a judge when the show returned in 2022. Um, in 2014, Boss joined the Ellen DeGeneres show as a guest DJ. He eventually became a permanent fixture on the series and was elevated to co-executive produce status in 2020. Um, the late star previously co-hosted Disney's fairy tale weddings with Allison. He also appeared in many high profile films and shows, including Magic Mike, um, Double XL, Modern Family, and Step Up All In. Off-screen, Boss frequently posted fun dance videos with wife Allison, who also competed on, on So You Think You Dance on social media. Their kids would often join the pair in their dance video posts. Boss is survived by his wife, Allison, as well as children, um, Zaya, um, age three, Maddox, age six, and Wesley, age 14. Um, of course, this is a developing story, okay? So if you or someone you know is considering suicide, please contact the 988 Suicide and Crisis um, lifeline by dialing 988 text strength 
to the crisis text line at 741-741 or go to 988lifeline.org. That's 988lifeline.org. And sleeping power to Twitch. All right. So anyway, so let's let's see what's on the agenda here. Yes. Yes. NYC students. Let's go. Let's go to that story. NYC students. Let's go to that one. Um. Yes, NYC students are scared, and I don't blame them. So here's what's happening. Brazen in, hold on, brazen into loop loopers have repeatedly slipped past security at New York's New York University dorms, and in one case, crept into a student's room and watched her sleep. On November twentieth, an intruder jumped. A turnstile in front of a guard and trailed 20 year old junior, um, Kafira Freeman, who unsuccessfully tried to hide from the stalker in the building's laundry room before fleeing to her own room. <laughs> Earlier that week, a stranger entered a freshman's dorm room while she was asleep, yet evaded a eight our manhunt by security, the student-run Washington Square News reported. Ah, man. Another individual managed to sneak into two separate dorms on November 1st. The paper noted, no students were harmed in any of the incidents. Thank goodness. Um, That's yeah. Hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. All right, so now I'm I'm in this small group of sold to say victims. Freeman told the post, adding that she began therapy following her terrifying encounter. It's like okay, how many more people? How many more before something serious happens? Police and campus security um, records show reports of trespassing at dorms on at least four occasions in November. Students are required to tap an ID on turnstiles to enter their resident residence halls or can have their ID scanned by a guard and show their COVID compliance pass to be let through. WSN noted that in one case, a trespasser may have entered the building through a loading dock. Ah! I almost feel safer not living in the dorm, said um, Aishi um, Gupta, a 21-year-old senior who now lives in an off-campus apartment. NYU students are paying so much tuition and the dorms are so expensive and to not feel safe in them is kind of unacceptable. Yearly tuition and housing at NYU run a whopping $78,440. 
I wish NYU would give us more of a protocol to follow if people break in, similar to how they have safely safety procedures in case of fires. Said freshman Alexis Barty, age thirteen. No, age eighteen. Excuse me. She said she was moder moderately scared in October when an outsider managed to follow her and her roommate to their floor. NYU spokesperson. No spokesman, excuse me. John Beckman said that the university president Andrew Hamilton has ordered a review of residence hall security protocol in light of the recent rash of trespassers. These are our students' homes, and our aim is for students to feel safe and secure in them, he said. Oh, man, this is so unheard of, man. This is actually the first time I'm hearing about this, though. You know, I'm actually glad I didn't go to a fancy four-year college because the dorms are so expensive, especially not just in New York, but other states too. And to have a bunch of weirdos creeping in creeping in women's dorm rooms and stuff, it's just flat out wrong, man. Like seriously, if you if you really if you it's one thing to actually it's one thing to actually want to talk to a woman and stuff like that. You just got to go there with confidence. That's 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 the that's one thing that's different. But this one right here is just it's just plain terrible right there. So they really need and why you need to tighten up their security. They really do they really do need to tighten up their security, especially around the docks. They really need to tighten up, man. Seriously. Man, they really need to do that. So this is just so crazy. Um, yes. So um, hang on a second, man. As I take this off. Okay, up next, what we have here is, we have here is, um, okay, let's, we're going to light, we're going to light some shit up though, man. All right, let's get to Kendrick Lamar. All right, let's get to Kendrick Lamar. That shit is no joke, man. Anyway. Kendrick Lamar closed out the third night of the Yasalam F1 concert series at this weekend's Abu Dhabi Grand Prix with a stunning performance of some of his biggest hits. On Saturday, uh, which took place November 19th, uh, the PG.Lang MC made an appearance at the Formula One F1 motor racing event at the at the Etihad Park Arena as part of its star-studded At The Race concert series, which featured exclusive performances from artists from artists such as Usher, UK rapper Dave, EDM Giants, Swedish House Mafia, excuse me, Swedish House Mafia, and rock legends Def Leppard. In addition to performing hits from his late 
his latest Grammy nominated album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, including N95 and Count Me Out. Kendrick Lamar also served up spectacular live renditions of records such as um his damn album, no, his damn anthem, Humble, and Good Kid, Mad City Classic, Money Trees, among others. Additionally, Dave delivered a blazing performance on Thursday, um, November 17th of his Global Smash Clash, while Atlanta R&B servant Usher also blessed the stage the same day performing a melody of hits, which included his 1997 My Way album, Cut nice and slow, and his 2017 party collaboration with Chris Brown and Gucci Mane. While this marks Kendrick Lamar's first ever appearance at the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, hip hop and R&B acts have seemingly become a main attraction at the popular F1 after race concert series with J. Cole performing at the event in 2019. And the weekend gracing the same stage the year following. Kendrick Lamar's recent appearance in Abu Dhabi adds another emphatic and electric layer to the globe trotting campaign he embarked on in July in support of his album, which he refers to as the reward of humanity. While headlining Glaston Glastonbury Festival earlier this year in June, during which K Dot broke the internet by wearing a Tiffany and Co crown of thorns worth three million dollars. He he also delivered a powerful plea for women's rights just days after the U.S. Supreme controversially overturned Roe versus Wade, stripping women of their constitutional rights right to abortion. Kendrick Lamar also delivered an intimate performance for Jay-Z and Beyonce in New York last August and followed up in October with his performance at the Accor Arena in Paris, which was also live-streamed by Amazon Music. Meanwhile, Kendrick Lamar was recently named um, among the artists leading the 2023 Grammy Awards nominations. Two of the eight nominations he received in various different categories include the an album of the year nod for his beloved Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers album and song of the year recognition for his empathetic record, The Heart Part 5, which includes an earnest tribute to deceased Los Angeles rapper Nipsey Hussle. All right, so, all right, look, let's touch on all right let's touch on another topic right here acute hold on a second so another person did something very stupid let's get into this right here all right so so an accused drug dealer nabbed after an undercover bus turned fatal in Manhattan last week was acting as security for the deal, according to new court papers. Jeffrey Sylvester 
and an unnamed co-conspirator were unknowingly selling cocaine to an informant the u.s drug enforcement agency wrote in the manhattan federal court filing why the hell you why the hell you um giving cocaine to an informant <laughs> as long as it's not honey cocaine <laughs> damn that'd be crazy right there Sylvester had made the trip from Philadelphia to the Big Apple to bring $15,500 in cash to the co-conspirator who then mentioned he was about to do a drug deal and asked Sylvester to stay and act as security prosecutors contend. Yes. Um, like really... Yes. But after the informant confirmed the presence of cocaine to cops, things went south at the at the Vermilier Avenue building in Inwood, where the dealers were working out of a first floor apartment. Sylvester was quickly nabbed near the vestibule of the building allegedly tossing aside a gun as he was taken into custody but his partner began shooting at cops when they approached police said in court papers the officers returned fire with a bullet from what is believed to be an nypd gun striking down the trigger happy dealer sources previously told the post the operation was carried out by a long-standing federally funded joint task force comprised of 15 agencies including the nypd the dea homeland security and irs criminal investigation division the bureau of alcohol tobacco firearms and explosives and others sylvester and the co-conspirator were considered major players in the in the city's mid-level drug trade sources said Sylvester was held without bail. His lawyer didn't immediately return a message seeking comment. <sighs> stupid is and stupid does, man. All right. All right, though. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So Styles P. Let's get to Styles P. Um, who said that uh he shouldn't be considered a lyricist. Let's get to let's get to that. Um. Okay, Twenty One Savage doesn't deserve to be called a lyricist, according to Styles P. The Locks rapper appeared on the latest episode of Math Hofer's My Expert Opinion earlier this week, where Twenty One's recent comments about Nas supposed um lack of relevance excuse me lack of relevancy cropped up in conversation still seething over his assertion that the queensbridge mc is irrelevant in today's hip-hop landscape despite his prolific grammy women output in recent years styles put the slaughter gang hitmaker hitmaker's own career under the microscope and argued he isn't worthy of the lyricist title even though he's entertaining on the mic 
I don't I like 21 Savage. I don't love him. I like him a lot. The shit he say tickles me pink. And I'm like, I can't believe this nigga said that. It's dope. I fucks with him. He said, my nigga, you you not a lyricist. Fuck all that. <laughs> Girls went on to say he be, he believes Drake, who 21 Savage recently dropped the joint album her loss with, should have checked the Atlanta native over his comments about Nas. Drake's supposed to tell this nigga chill. That's Nasir Jones, he continued. My nigga, you are talented. You are dope. You are fucking fly. Your flavor, you mean a lot to the culture. You are important. But you ain't one of them. You ain't a three-point shooter from deep. <laughs> oh, the basketball analogies, man. That's funny. The basketball analogy and metaphor. Wow. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Nas is. Drake's supposed to say, I am. Kendrick is. Cole is. You are not. Leave him alone. That's, that is our OG. Styles P conceded that 21 Savage most likely doesn't give a fuck about what he has to say and speculated his controversial remarks were were spurred by cameras and money influencing people to say things they wouldn't otherwise say to a person's face. The Yonkers native also admitted that he himself doesn't hold all of his hip-hop forefathers in high regard, but wouldn't publicly disrespect them in the way that he believes 21 did towards Nas. There's a lot of legends I think suck, lyrically, he added. If you older than me, my peer or younger than me, there's some of y'all niggas that I will run circles around. You don't even deserve to be next to me. But if you earn your keep, guess what? I'm going to step right here. Who the fuck I am egotistically to step on that? 21 Savage um, contentious comments came during a clubhouse call in November, shortly after the release of Nas King's Disease 3 album with Hit Boy. I don't feel like he's relevant, he said during the discussion about veteran rappers. He's not relevant. He's just a loyal fan base, and he still makes good-ass music, but relevant now. The Savage mode already... Yeah, I already talked about this, actually. The Savage Moe rapper clarified his comments on Twitter, writing, I would never disrespect Nas or any legend who paved the way for me. Y'all be trying to take stuff and run with it. But that didn't stop the flood of criticism. With Hit Boy, Kodak Black, Fabio Foreign, and others slamming 21 Savage for his remarks after director Michael Rappaport. I read, yeah. Yeah, I didn't do this. I didn't do um, Styles P joint. So that's crazy. Um, Michael Rappaport, a fiercely outspoken champion of golden age hip hop, labeled 21, 21 a cat in the cat in the hat rapper. <laughs> oh man. Um, Nas, on the other hand, saw the controversy as an opportunity to bridge hip hop's generational divide by joining forces with 21 Savage on the song One Mike, One Gun, which dropped by surprise by on November 29th. The two had actually been planning a collaboration before the black club, the backlash. Way before all that other shit happened, we've been figuring out how we was gonna f- do a song before this. Twenty One f- revealed during a clubhouse call following the song's release. 
he's been telling me he was a fan of my shit. I've been telling him the same thing before all this shit happened. That's why he didn't take what I said in no disrespectful way. Because he knew what I was trying to say. I'm not even that type of nigga. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And I'm actually glad. Um, actually glad that Styles P actually called him out on that one, man. So that's just that's just that's just an understatement right there. So 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 there it is. Let me make some noise for Styles P. Okay, up next for this topic right here. Um, now I didn't get a chance to talk about Rihanna being in the Super Bowl. Um, but there is going to be a, another um thing that's coming out. Um, so and this is according to Hype Beast. Rihanna's Super Bowl, um, Super Bowl halftime show performance. In February 2023, it's supposedly the focus of a new documentary over at Apple TV. Hold on, let me see what let me see what LV um LV um yeah, let's figure let's figure out what this stands for. Let's find out though. LV LV number. Let's see. So this is. Hold on a second. This is 56. 56. I think this one here is 57. Okay. Okay. 57. That's what it is right here. Okay. Gotcha. 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 57. All right. 57. Yes, here it is. Yes. Rihanna's Super Bowl 57 halftime show performances in February 2023 is supposedly the focus of a new documentary over at Apple TV. Sources claim that the streamer shelled out millions of dollars for the docu, which which will follow Ree's journey back to music after giving birth to her and ASAP Rocky's child at earlier this year. She will be recording during rehearsals and meetings in the lead up to the big night and give an insight into what her life is really like now that she is returning to pop as a mom. An insider alleges Rihanna is a massive force to be reckoned with when it comes to music and so Apple had paid millions. There is a massive appetite for everything to do with Rihanna, especially as this will be her major return to the major stage, to the stage for the first time in years. The source added, the Super Bowl is one of, if not the biggest stages in the world. 
So her show was always going to be huge. Add on top, add on top of that, it's a live comeback and the pressure is immense. She is keen, keen for the world to remember why she is one of the greatest performers of all time. The documentary could be the special project the artist and businesswoman was hinting at in early November after she confirmed that she currently does not have plans to release an album anytime soon. If I'm going to leave my baby, I'm going to leave my baby for something special, reset of her decision to perform. It was now or never for me. Elsewhere in music, of course, Iggy Azalea has sold her master's and publishing catalog for a hefty eight-figure sum. Well, congratulations to Rihanna for being on the Super Bowl 58 halftime show. And speaking of Apple Music, hold on a second. Speaking of Apple Plus, we need to give a little congratulations to Diddy and King Combs. So Diddy and his son King Combs have become the first father-son duel in history to, to top the charts simultaneously, and the pair are celebrating the historic achievement. In one of many Instagram posts shared by Diddy, the Bad Boy Records founder can be seen letting out a good laugh after he's told the exciting news. King Combs' new single with Kodak Black, Can't Stop, Won't Stop, went to number one on urban radio this week while diddy's gotta move on single with bryson tiller topped both the billboard adult r&b airplay charts this week the way you feel when you and your son do something that's never been done and make history and go number one at the same time diddy wrote in the first instagram caption we send in this one out to all the fathers. We can do this. Love, love, love. In a separate post, Diddy added, words can't describe how proud I am of my son, King Combs. He put up, He put that work in. He made him work harder, and he worked harder. Congratulations. I'm proud of you, son. I love you. Number one song on Urban Radio. Wow. Wow, that right there, yes, that right there is very, very, very lit. That's very lit right there, man, for his son to um have his first accomplishment. So, in co in a coinciding video on the lateral Instagram post, Diddy is seen holding a cake while surrounded by loved ones and offers some words of support for his son. This is for my son, Christian. He put out one, two, three, four, maybe five records, and he didn't stop, Diddy said. And when you don't stop and you, you say, fuck that, and you go for what you know, and you did it for your mama too, and you did it on your own, son, and we, and we proud of you. King Combs' latest success comes after he told Hip Hop DX in 2020 that his father, his father has always been the hardest, the harshest critic of his music, and that first impressions matter to him, even if it's his son. 
me and my pops got a good relationship and we're real close sometimes like it feels like we're brothers combs told dx via zoom we're just super cool but pops he don't play he always makes sure that i'm on my p's and q's and uh that i'm that i'm working hard and not really taking nothing for granted he be hard on me sometimes but at the end of the day that's my pops that's what he's supposed to do so he's cool as for gotta move on the single was released in may with a tiana taylor directed um video arriving soon after it serves as the debut single off puff's forthcoming album off the grid volume one which will be his first studio effort and and his first since 2006's press play the album will also be his first project released under love records the r&b imprint the music mogul launched early this year in collaboration with Motown Records. Music has always been my first love. Love Records is the next chapter is about getting back to the love and making the best music of my life, Diddy said in a statement at the time. For the label, I'm focused on creating timeless R&B music with the next generation of artists and producers. Motown is the is the perfect partner for my album and i'm excited to add to its legacy yes yes congratulations to king combs and diddy being number one as a father son duel in the billboard charts Okay, let's keep it on music right here, man. And and Apple Music um has a new feature. So so let's get into it though. Um Apple today announced Apple Music Sing, an exciting new feature that allows users to sing along to their favorite songs with adjustable vocals and real-time lyrics. Apple Music Sing offers multiple lyric views to help fans take the lead perform duets sing backup and more all integrated within apple music's unparalleled lyrics experience coupled with an ever-expanding catalog that features tens of millions of the world's most singable songs apple music sing makes it fun and easy for anyone to participate however and wherever they choose Apple Music Sing will be available later this this month to Apple Music subscribers worldwide and can be enjoyed on iPhone, iPad, and the new Apple TV 4K. Apple Music's lyrics experience is consistently one of the most popular features on our service, said Oliver Schusser, Apple's vice president president of apple music and beats we already know our um users all over the world love to follow along to their favorite songs so we wanted to evolve this um offering even further to enable even more engagement around music through singing it's really a lot of fun our customers are going to love it um apple music sings includes adjustable vocals users now can have 
control over a song's vocal levels. They can sing with the original vo artist's vocals. They, um, excuse me, take the lead or mix it up on millions of songs in the Apple Music catalog. Real-time lyrics users can sing along their favorite songs with animated lyrics that dance to the rhythm of the vocals. Background vocals, vocal lines sung simultaneously can animate independently from the main vocals to make it easier for users to follow. Duet view. Um, hold on. Yes, multiple vocalists show on opposite sides of the screen to make duets or multi-singer tracks easy to sing along to. Apple Music will be will also be launching a suite of more than 50 dedicated companion playlists featuring all of the epic songs, duets, choruses, and anthems that have been compelling people all over the world to sing fully optimized up for the Apple Music Sing experience. Availability, Apple, Mu Apple Music Sing will be available later this month for Apple Music subscribers worldwide. Apple Music Sing will be available on all compatible iPhones and iPad models, as well as the new Apple TV 4K. And uh yes, so there it is right there, man. There it is right there. Um all right, so let's move on to let's move on to uh let's move on to um Jermaine Dupree. All right, so Jermaine Dupree has penned a huge amount of hits. And he's now shared with Hip Hop DX which one he believes is the best song he's ever written. A member of the Songwriters Hall of Fame, Dupree has written and produced classic tracks for the likes of Usher, Mariah Carey, TLC, Escape, Bow Wow, Jay-Z, Criss Cross, and countless others. In a DX exclusive, Dupree was asked at this year's Soul Train Awards to name the best song he's ever written. And after a little deliberation, the Atlanta native settled on Nice and Slow by Usher. For, for one, it was his first number one across the board record, he said, explaining his selection. That's the one song that I completely wrote by myself as far as the lyrics go. Dupree went on to give some insight into how the classic slow jam was created once it got to a space where he and Usher started doctoring it up. Then I brought in Jagged Edge, he recalled. So I feel like that's that was one uh, one of the one of the ones that taught me like collaborating, bringing in Jagged Edge to help the song go bigger than what it was. He continued, in quote, me and Usher teaching each other back and forth. I feel like that was the one in my earlier times of writing music that taught me a lot to see people still singing that song at the top of their lungs. So that's the one. The pre also reflected on finding out 
about his first number one song, Crisscross Jump, while out on tour. I was 19. We were out promoting it. We might have been coming to an award show or something like that, and some somebody told us that it happened. Elsewhere, the pre recently chimed in on the reported cancellation of Chris Brown's tribute to Michael Jackson at the American Music Awards in an Instagram post. Dupree argued that mixing Breezy's performance is a terrible sign for black music. We want to know why, Tank wrote. We need a reason. You hire our brother Chris Brown. You send him through rehearsals. He's, he's creating one of the most epic performances ever, and then you cancel it. You pull the rug out from him, from under him and all the hard work working people around him. You hired him. Oh, man. Hold on. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Like, seriously, that's really fucking crazy, man. And I think and I feel and I and as I previously said in the previous episode, I feel like American Music Awards really blew it. They really fucking blew it. And I think, and I think people, and I think sometimes, you know, like, you know, people tend to hang people's mistakes over their heads. You feel on, you feel on, you feel what I'm saying? When you do that, it's like you're making it sound like you're making it sound like you you perfect, like you never made a, a single mistake in your life. Like, come on. The reality, the the reality is, there's no such thing as a perfect person. Everybody was born with imperfections, man. The shit is getting ridiculous right now, man. Like seriously, let the let the guy live, man. Like let the guy Chris Brown live. Seriously, like come on, he really, he really, um, he really did his time and shit. Like come on, man. Like like seriously, like. We all need we as Kelly as Kelly um Rowland and um Jordan Sparks was saying that um we all need grace sometimes and we all sometimes need to I don't think this should be a conversation anymore because it's like why bring it up? Like come on, this is this is old news. All right, we really we really know what he did, but he paid the price. By doing time anyway, man. Like, come on. Like, for those of you who may, for those of you who who think that um that that is that is never okay to get redemption for past mistakes or whatever, and to just belittle the guy or whatever, that's just not fair, man. And and that's just not right, man. That's just being hypocritical, man. That's hypocritical. That's being hypocritical right there. And I feel like you haunt your fucking honchos out there are basically doing the same thing too. I bet you every single, every single, every single person, including some of you, may have made mistakes too. So why why are you like basically condemning a guy, Chris Brown? And I'm pretty sure y'all the same motherfuckers who were condemning Will Smith anyway, which I'm not going to get into. But the point I'm trying to make here is, the point I'm trying to make is, 
everyone is entitled to redemption as a, as human beings and you you know what i'm saying and and i believe in redemption shit i made mistakes my i made mistakes myself but i'm not going to keep holding that over my head for a very long time look the whole world is not going to stop because one person made mistakes man life goes on man and you should too okay um what else can we talk about oh oh wait a minute here i ain't forget this one um wait 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 wait, wait, wait. let's see let's see um yes our very last topic our very last topic has to do with um pokemon go community day yes as the episode goes pokemon go um for the hold on a second let me just as the episode name description says i'm going to mention this right now actually so let's get into it so um so the name of the episode in in 218 is pokemon go for the video gamers yes how about that <laughs> All right, so, um, so, all right, so, trainers, the year is nearly behind us, which means it's time to reflect on all the fun every everyone had during this year's community days. The last community day of 2022 will take place over two days, Saturday, December 17th, 2022, and Sunday, December 18th, 2022. Throughout the event, Pokemon featured in community day events in 2022 will appear more frequently in the wild and in time research pokemon featured in community day events throughout 2021 will hatch from eggs and appear in raids and timed research there's no better way to wrap up the year than by catching pokemon from community day events you may have missed yes so event bonuses includes um includes two like two times xp like two times xp for catching a pokemon 2x starbucks for catching pokemon one half hatch distance when eggs are placed into incubators during the event period um two times two times candy for catching um pokemon two time chance for trainers level 31 and up to receive xl candy from catching pokemon lure modules activated during the event will last for three hours 
Incense, excluding daily adventures. Incense activated during the event will last for three hours. One additional special trade can be for more, no, excuse me, for a maximum of two per day. Trades made during the event will require 50% less star dust. While most bonuses are only active during Saturday, December 17th, 2022 and Sunday, December 18th, 2022 from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. These bonuses will be active from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. local time. Uh, Featured Pokemon, a different set of Pokemon will be featured on each event day, Saturday, December 17th, 2022 and Sunday, December 18th, 2022. From 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. The Pokemon that appeared during this time will have the same chance of appearing as a shiny Pokemon as those that appeared during their original community days. Outside of these times, any of the featured Pokemon may appear from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. local time on either Saturday or Sunday. The following Pokemon will be featured on Saturday, December 17th from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Um, so Sandshrew, Alolan, Sandshrew, Alolan, Geodude, Hop, Pip, Spew, Stuffle. The following Pokemon will be featured on Sunday, December 18th from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Teddy Ursa, Galarian, Zigzagoo. Starly, Ragnarola, Litwick, <laughs> and Dino. Lucky trainers might encounter the following Pokemon on either day. Um, you got Bulbasaur, Dra- Dratini, and Mudkit. If you are lucky, you may encounter a shiny one. Raids, the following Pokemon will appear in Raids. One star raids, um, Mac Hop, Eevee, Rose, 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 Roselia, Swablu, Dusko, Shinx, Gibble, Snivy, T Pig, Oshawott, and Fletching. No, Fletchling. If you're lucky, you may encounter a shiny one. Now, eggs. Um, I don't know about all that. Anyway, I'm not even sure about all that. But, um, feature attacks, the following feature attacks will be available when evolving to the following Pokemon, except um, Ursa, Ursa Luna on Saturday, December 17th, 2022, and Sunday, December 18, 2022, from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. local time. Um, Venusaur, Evolve Ivysaur. Um, during the event to get a Venusaur that knows the charge attack frenzy plant. Sand Slash, Evolve Sand Shrew. During the event to get a Sand Slash that knows the charge attack night slash. Alolan, Alolan, Sand Slash. Evolve Alolan Sandshrew during the event to get an Alolan Sand Slash 
that knows the fast attack shadow claw um mac no no hold on a second um machamp evolved machoke during the event to get a machamp that knows the charge attack payback Aloling Golan evolved Aloling Graveler during the event to get an Aloling Golan that knows the fast attack rollout. Um, when you evolve Eevee into any of its evolutions, Pokemon that Pokemon will know a special attack. So, Vapor Vapor Eon Scold Jolteon. Zap Cannon, Flareon, Superpower, Espeon, Shadow Ball, Umbrellan, Psychic, Lefian, Bullet Seed, Glaceon, Water Pulse, Sylveon, Psyshock, Eevee Caught or Hatch during the event will know the charge attack last resort. Of course, you got Dragonite, Evolve Dragoneer during the event to get a dragon knight that knows the charge attack draco meteor jump jump pluff evolve skip loom during the event to get jump pluff that knows the charge attack acrobatics swampert evolve marsh tump during the event to get a swampert that knows the charge attack hydro cannon um Alteria evolved Swablu during the event to get an Alteria that knows the charge attack Moonblast while while rain. Um evolved Celio during the event to get a, a Warren that knows the fast attacks powder snow and the charge attack icicle spear. Um and the list just goes on actually so for each of these for each of these pokemon characters actually so um i'm not sure exactly how um how this is gonna go but you could actually follow um you could actually follow the, these people in um twitter you have youtube you have um facebook you have um you have instagram as well so let me take a look at their usernames for a sec let me take a look at this yes yeah, pokemon go app that's what it, that's what that is actually um pokemon go app that's what that is that's what that is okay okay so you would have to get the app yeah, you would have to get the app for it though. Um All right. So I think that's going to do it. I think that's going to do it for um episode 218. Yeah, that's going to do it for episode 218 right here. So let me see how much time we got. Okay. All right, well, let's wrap this up right here, man. So um all right so 
So um, one more thing that we have to do, and that's um, and that's know that uh, this is the last segment that we're going to be doing. So this is going to be Street Choices on the Go. Let's do this. Y'all know what to do. All you need to do is show some love by following Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast on Facebook and Instagram alongside with my sports edition show, Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks podcast is what TLKS stands for. And the review show, Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast. And of course, um, you can follow your homie right here, G Money Stacks on the gram, which is G Money Stacks. 555 in Queens, New York. And um and f- the most important thing too is to turn your notifications on the gram so you know when each episode is going to be dropping. And I do promise that I am going to actually make sure um whatever whatever last minute thing comes up and whatever um episode that I didn't get a chance to drop on a specific day will be dropped on the um the the next time so turn your notifications know when each episode is going to be dropping and i will um like i said i'll let you know what what's happening so there you have it right there man and but and in the meantime go to the link in bar where it says link tree slash um g money stacks 555 you're going to see a whole list of audio streaming platforms including um visual and which includes leaving a voice message on anchor.fm slash gmoneystacks slash um, message. That's anchor.fm slash gmoneystacks slash message. About um, comments about um, the topics, how you feel about them, and all that other stuff. So there you have it right there. Yeah, and um, so there you have it right there. Um, hold on. I want to actually look up um a de- the definition of what Pokemon Go Community Day is. For those of you who may not know, I will fill you in. What is what is Pokemon Go Community Day? Yes, and of course. Um, let me just fill you in real quick on what that is. So Pokemon Go Community Day offers opportunities for trainers to catch exciting Pokemon, earn lots of candy, teach their Pokemon featured attacks without having to use an elite TM, and benefit from incredible event bonuses. Ooh. Yeah, so this is just, uh... This is something you just have to, you just have to, um, so it's like every weekend. Okay. So, um, so you, you would have to go to, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. So in order for you to get a better understanding, you would have to go to, um, hang on a second here. Hang on a second. There is. There is uh okay so so Pokemon Go Live.com slash post community day on um, December 20 
22. And I believe, and I believe you may have to, um, let me see. So it's going to be um, a go tour in this section of the website. It's going to have go tours, seasons, leaderboard, events, news, support, and offer redemption. So check out the website, Pokemon Go live.com slash post community day december 2022 so there you have it though folks and now let's get into um where you can listen to the episodes so we are on anchor audacity audible audio burst amazon music breaker cashbox fm diesel listen notes moon fm podcast player fm pocket cast pod babe Pod friend, Podo Polo, Podorama, Podcast Index, Podcast Attic, Pod Chaser, Pod, yes, Podverse, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and don't forget to listen to Off the Meat Rack Change New York podcast episodes on Radio Public and alongside with iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcasts. And you don't need a credit card or a debit card to download iHeartRadio and the rest of these apps. Of course, the links is there and I think you would you would be better off if you were to download um these apps including iHeartRadio to your iPhones, your Android phones, iPads and Android tablets and of course laptops are included too. So there you have it right there. And make sure you follow my um my other two shows, the Sports Edition Show of Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks Podcast, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast Review Show is also on there. So, so make sure you follow those. Make sure you follow three of the podcast shows on every streaming platform that I just mentioned. And and plus, grab the make sure you grab the subscribe button on the YouTube channel page of G Money Stacks Five Fifty Five where all the New York episodes is already uploaded and posted to the YouTube channel page and click on the no need, no need bell. So you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live stream, um, leave a like and a comment along with the episodes and topics. And of course, be sure to be sure to stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. And of course, Tell a friend to another friend. Make sure you listen, stream, watch the episodes, share the videos, share the episodes, download these episodes, very important, and spread the word. Word of mouth is important. And alongside with sharing the podcast, along with the link that says Linktree slash G Money Stacks 555 with all your streaming platforms, including YouTube, with your with your husbands, your wives, your boyfriends, girlfriends friends the people you're cool with from work and everywhere and anywhere where you meet new people for the first time ever so you know what i'm saying and and yes that's gonna do it for me um i'm i'm your man g money stacks aka the greginator thank you very much for listening and tuning in and rocking with me on on the episode 218 um and and yes, 218, as I stated before, the name of the episode is Pokemon Go for the Video Gamers.
All right. Remember, the grind doesn't stop. If you want something, you have to work hard and you have to earn it. New York wasn't built in a day. Of course, find your voice. Be confident in what you do. Follow your goals and dreams and what makes you happy on your P's and Q's creatively, mentally, physically, and spiritually alongside with um alongside with um alongside with what gets you into your zone alongside with tunnel vision be confident consistency is important in what you do so don't let anybody stop you all right that's gonna do it G Money Stacks, aka the Gregonier, is clocking out. I'm out of here. And I hope y'all enjoy yourselves and the rest of the, and the rest of your weekend. Peace and one love, and have yourselves a good night, folks. Listen, folks, if you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple things. If you like to support Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, you can show some love by following the show on Facebook and Instagram with the same name at Off the Meat Rack Chains NY Podcast, O-F-F-T-H-E-M-E-A-T-R-A-C-K-C-H-A-I-N-Z. N-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Alongside with my primary Instagram handle, GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York. And go to the YouTube channel, GMoneyStacks555. Be sure to click the subscribe button. Grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream. More video content, upcoming episodes, Previous episodes that will automatically be posted after the recordings. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the videos, download your favorite episodes, rate, spread the word to a friend, to other individuals. Please be sure to share the podcast with audio streaming choices to your friends. The audio streaming services include Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, 
Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podchaser, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you, listeners and watchers, for tuning into the podcast. One love.